A little story is supported by a lot of untold backstory. What they get is more than what they see. Karen Lord. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee S's. Today's topic is probably the type of exposition that you will see the most in stories, especially stories by newer authors. Well, how are you supposed to know that my character had a sad and tragic backstory if I don't tell you that? <sighs> I'll give you a prologue with all of their backstory. How about that? No, just no. <laughs> so we will be talking about how to show your character's backstory, their history, without actually telling the reader everything in one really long dump. Because especially in the beginning, we don't care enough to care about their backstory. It's very easy to think that your reader will care about your character if they know the backstory, but that's more often than not the reverse of what happens. The more mystery around the character's backstory, the more interesting the character is. We'll talk about that in a moment, but if you just listened to our personality and descriptions episode, which was our last one we aired, a lot of that is fueled by a lot of what we're talking about today. So whatever personality aspects you've chosen for your character are often a reflection of their backstory. The key thing to remember with backstory is that you need to know it. Your readers don't necessarily. If your character learned how to fight with this particular troop in the military and then went off and is saving the world in other ways now. Great. Know the troop, know their names, know their personality types. If it doesn't come into play in this story, don't mention it. We don't need to know who the teacher was unless the teacher is going to show up at some point. The other thing is that lean writing is almost always consumed faster and enjoyed more than writing with a bunch of extra details that aren't necessarily relevant to the story, that don't mean anything to your readers yet. Because that's what matters, if it means something to your reader. That leads to a double layer kind of backstory. There is what you, the author, knows and what you put on the page. This level of depth lets your reader know that this character is a fully fleshed out human being without having to prove it to your reader. Something to keep in mind is the inconsistencies with the character can either be accidental, which is bad, if you don't know your character's backstory and you aren't familiar with the character, or they can be intentional. The intentional inconsistencies you can use to give clues to backstory. You can use to introduce important history. Why? Maybe this time they're being inconsistent with what they would normally choose because this reminds them of this horrible situation that they had and they wanted to make a different choice. So now they're making a different choice. A huge thing to remember about backstory is that every single person on the planet has a backstory. Most of it's really, 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 really boring. We don't want to read about it. If it's interesting enough to merit its own chapter, its own book, then put that book over there. We'll read Magician's Nephew after the last battle. How do you determine what is seen by the reader and what goes unseen? A lot of what's seen by the reader pops up in the personality. That's what we talked about last episode. The 
unseen may or may not show up. That's something for you to know. So a lot of these personality types are a reflection of an unseen backstory. The unseen backstory can be trauma and that gets seen as opinions about certain things. So you have one character who is very spiteful towards love because he took a risk and it didn't pay off and he's chosen to never love again. So he has this unseen trauma. We don't see it on the page. It may be hinted at. What we do see is his opinion that helps fill in those gaps that's like, okay, nobody just stops believing in love unless something bad happened to them. Another unseen aspect of a personality would be their fears. It's very rare that a character will talk about their own fears because that's a vulnerability. How it does come across, how it becomes seen to your audience, is seemingly weird choices that the character makes. So you may have one character that decides she's going to walk the whole way because it's safer than taking a plane. Which anybody else will look at that and go, not only is it less safe, it's also way longer to walk a distance that you could take in a plane ride. It's a very odd choice for a character to make that even if she's not sweating in fear at that moment, it's a reflection of a deeper fear. There is a backstory there. And maybe a character asks about it. She doesn't have to answer. It's not relevant. But you, as the author, knowing this backstory, lets the backstory fuel the weird choices that she makes and makes her interesting. So I have a little personal experience with this. The seemingly odd choices fueled by fear. When I was a child, I was terrified of lightning. Absolutely terrified. So my fear led me to make the weird choice of curling up in a ball in the floorboard of a Geo Metro. I don't care if I was eight years old. That was a very small space to try to fit in. But I made that choice because it was driven solely by my fear of lightning. Another example of an unseen thing and how it shows on a paper is loss. When you lose something, it creates a desire for that thing or a replacement of that thing. I have a friend who ascended to the level of colonel in the Marine Corps before he got out and we worked on other projects together. Almost everyone I know who's been in the military drinks their coffee black. He puts a dash of cream in it because he can. For a very large portion of his life, he couldn't put cream in his coffee simply because it was expensive He was fortunate when he even got coffee, but now he gets coffee every morning and puts a little bit of cream in it because he can. Another thing to keep in mind is that your characters are actually more interesting when they don't have their backstory explained. A book I'm currently reading right now, it starts off with a main male character inserting himself into this conversation and saying he can go to the wedding and be this girl's fake date. You have no idea who is wedding. We'd have no idea why she needs a fake date. We have no idea why she's panicking about this and no idea why she hates the idea of him offering that of all things. And over the course of the next couple of chapters, we find out a little bit more piece by piece. I find that far more interesting than if it had been reversed and we had started with an explanation of oh my goodness, I have my sister's wedding and I need to lie to my family because the best man is my ex-boyfriend and he's now married. I can't show up to this wedding alone. Having too much backstory can also do a lot of damage in the story you're trying to tell. 
if she's just a random chick who trains to be an assassin and then goes out and kills people. Cool. If we know that she was a princess before that, we question all of her choices and her motivation because it suddenly feels out of character. One way that you can introduce a backstory is by using a different character to introduce it. This is usually going to happen if that character whose backstory is important is too guarded. If they refuse to let go any of that information about them, then somebody else may step in and say, oh, this is what happened. One example that comes to mind is the first episode of Stranger Things, where the teacher is talking to the sheriff and the sheriff mentions his daughter. The teacher asks, oh, you know, how old is she? What grade is she in? And he answers her. And then somebody else steps in when the sheriff walks away and says, oh, his daughter died a couple years ago. Another way you can use an alternate character to explain a backstory is to correct an untruth or a lie within what people understand as the characters. I recently watched a TV show that's in its third season now, and these two characters who have known each other since before episode one are talking about how they met. They both know this information. This is a very dangerous situation to put yourself in as a storyteller. But how they did it was they had one character say, this is what I remember. And then the other character say, well, what you don't know about this moment. To kind of go along with that, you can also use rumors to explain backstory. These will inevitably be biased. They will probably be wrong in some way but they can hint at the truths of their backstory. So you have a character who is never married, and the rumor is that she is cruel and unkind. When that truth is revealed to not only your characters, but to your reader, should be a significant moment, especially on that inner plot arc that you're going through where the character is making their own transformation. When we learn that this character who's normally rough and tumble with everybody is really soft toward this one random dude, because that random dude reminds him of his brother, who died several years back. Okay, this is a significant moment in our understanding of that character. Those moments are a gesture of trust. It can't just be a character dialoguing out their history for funsies. Because of this, having the backstory anywhere in Act 1 can make it seem like we're doing a bait-and-switch for the readers. We want to know who the character is before we learn the deeper details about it. Because if you're too early, we don't care. One of the most common ways to reveal backstory is through dialogue, which we will be talking about next episode after our bonus episode. This Saturday, we will be talking about when it is okay to info dump. Because yes, there are times when it is okay. But first... Get to know your character, meet your character, understand not only what their personality is like, but why it's like that. What are the unseen things that have happened to the character that fuel the decisions they make in the now? Spend a little time, maybe as a writing exercise, look through and interview your character. Ask them a question and then just figure out how they would respond. The better you know the character, the less you feel you have to describe their backstory. So do that on a separate page, and when you do, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 